Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis. This is the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada and try and find out the secrets to life that are etched in between what's real and everything else. This episode features Crossed Out. I don't know if this is true for everyone, I'm sure it's more relatable to those closer in age, but I'm finding that age itself is starting to have less of a significance to humans as a species. Now I would never hint at or suggest at disrespecting an elder, but I might repurpose the idea that wisdom stems from age. There is no doubt in my mind that experience is the greatest teacher of all, but we live in a time of immediate and almost constant surveillance where we can get so close to the action that we can experience it from several angles with varying intensities and unique pieces to a much larger, convoluted, and perpetually changing puzzle that is life. I'm much more content with the idea that wisdom does not come from knowledge, but instead comes from understanding that we can only keep approaching the truth. In the same way a single event can dramatically change perspectives, maybe we as a collective can have an eye-opening experience and acknowledge the amount of external pressures influencing our opinions and telling us that anything is certain, that something is or isn't. The truth in how powerful boundaries of thought can be within the mind and within reality. How's it going, everybody? I've got Crossed Out here. His name is Aaron. He goes by Crossed Out. How you doing, Aaron? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, brother. So your style of music, you kind of fuse punk rock and hip hop. That's kind of your main genre. I don't know if that's right or wrong to say. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I pride myself on being like um, like genre bending, I suppose. Um, yeah, I think so... that's I think that's very with the times, and it's kind of vital to at least have some cross genre. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would kind of call like classify the the type of music that i do is more like grunge rap i guess if we had to get like, super specific that's kind of the vibe do you think is that sort of what uh, a general fusion of punk rock and hip-hop ends up being or leans towards uh not really i mean there's like i love punk and like i definitely like grew up with it but i i feel like i, I grew up more with like rock and grunge um to be considered more of like the the grunge uh type artist there's more there's artists out there that are more like punk than me um but i could definitely like throw down in a punk show (laughs) gotcha so you're saying you'd kind of treat it as totally two separate genres punk and grunge having their own identities yeah i mean like punk it's like they they're together like if like you look at the history of like punk and grunge like like grunge came from punk like it's got like the veracity of of punk but then also like um it's like the grunge is like the the punk and metal combination um sort of oh right interesting yeah Yeah. see this is good for me to hear because i'm pretty much centralized on hip-hop or whatever has been in the mainstream since growing up but lately it's obviously been hip-hop so okay yeah uh it's definitely like yeah if you if you look at more of the history like that's like early 90s like late 80s like that's when it was um it kind of became and it's you know it's largely like seattle based but yeah it's it's more of the the combination of like the punk and and metal like there was uh the melvins that were heavy punk but they influenced a lot of like nirvana and like soundgarden but um yeah brief history that's that's interesting man um so wait you're from uh campbellford ontario which is a, a small town roughly about three thousand people but you currently reside in toronto ontario that's a it's a big transition yeah Huge well, contrast there 
I'd been bouncing around for a little bit, you know. Um, you know, I moved to to Ottawa like like late teens, I guess, okay, okay. and like messed around in there, and then moved to Montreal, went to school there, like I did like audio audio stuff there, and then I I moved to to Toronto, so I'd been bouncing around for, for quite a bit. But are your roots, for all intents and purposes, still in Campbellford, or are you kind of vagrant right now? I mean, well, right now, like we actually evacuated Toronto as well, so now we're we're back oh, in no in Montreal. Oh no way! Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I mean, I like Montreal. Um, it's also like one of those things. Like everything is so remote now, dude. Like we, like I mean, like, I agree. This podcast, for instance, like what you're across the the country, and we're able to do oh, this. I lost you for a sec. So, oh, did you? You hear me now? Oh, I lost you for a sec there. You said uh, this podcast, for instance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're okay. All right. We're, we're good. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so this podcast, for instance, like you're across the country and yeah. like, uh, and we're able to do this, right? So everything's so remote. So that's why like, um, I, I mean, the, both cities have their merits. Uh, we just kind of felt like it was time to leave Toronto, you know? Interesting. When did that happen roughly? Oh, uh, that was during COVID. During COVID. So within the last like six months. Yeah. Like we left, uh, I guess it would be like beginning of May that I've been here. Interesting. Nice, man. Okay. So it's not really for any intent or purpose because usually people move towards Toronto for the music scene, but I guess that makes sense what you're saying that the ability to create more remotely and do pretty much everything and then still make those trips when need be is still yeah, there for you. Exactly. Like we still record there. Um, oh, no still, way. yeah. Like with, like there's a studio that we work out of there. Like, you know, a lot of my, my friends are still, there and like so it's not like we're abandoned toronto like we're still like actively a part of like the things that go on in toronto yeah they seen it that's that's really cool man and when you say we who's we uh i mean we like uh like me and my and my girlfriend my melodica uh-huh. gotcha yeah. okay so, okay we both do music so um and you know live together and stuff so yeah that's dope okay well so you were giving us a little brief uh musical history there what's your what's your involvement with uh the knowledge there so how did you how'd you gain that knowledge did you go to school for it or for is for that like, just like a passion where well, you were telling me how uh the grunge rap scene kind of originated out of seattle or that spiel you gave me earlier right yeah okay so yeah i mean i, I i've always had like an interest in music like just not really like any particular genre just because like you know like my dad was um big into rock and roll so um i learned about like uh dire straits and eric clapton and um the who and and that sort of stuff from him and then eventually like i came um into my own with this thing called hip-hop uh and but i was still i had friends that were like metalheads and like um like super into that so i had all of these worlds kind of conversing into one so i've always just had like like a knowledge of like rock history and like just through being in environments that uh, cater to that, eh? The yeah, knowledge. exactly. Like I, you know, like the more you kind of progress into to music, the more you learn about just different types of music. Like I was a teenager and we were listening to blues, and I really didn't appreciate it but my dad was like well okay this music that you listen to now uh arrived from something and that something is this so um yeah listen to this this is important kind of thing that's really cool man so it wasn't really knowledge that you actively seeked out but that you kind of stumbled upon and it's just been uh, important exactly that's really cool uh, so in your in your own personal music history you've got a lot of experience with uh live performances which isn't something a lot of artists these days can say um you you've ranged from bc shows in bc 
Quebec, New Brunswick. Uh, I, I assume there's more. What's uh, What got you into wanting to be on the stage more so than anything? I mean, I was doing um, in high school, like theater stuff, like always a drama kid, I guess. Uh-huh, um, okay. And I, and, and I see that playing out in your social media as well, where you have that kind of vibe to you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd like to think that I'm more comfortable with myself when I'm on stage, um, if that makes sense. And I think just like, I mean, what you were saying was like, you know, not a whole lot of, a lot of artists have experience like live. And uh, that's true. Like there's so many artists out there that are just online. They just make music and like, and then that that's cool, man. Like you can, you can do that. Um, but for me personally, like, I think like um, it's just who I am, like the live aspect, just being able to like get up on stage and like rage out for like, 20 to 45 minutes at times um, is some of the best stuff. It can be scary at first if you're not used to it and you're not well rehearsed, but once you get up there and like you just start killing shows uh, and I think it's like the easiest way I mean for me, that's how like the easiest way. I'm, uh, I have a personality but I don't think it reflects too much on social media like there's only so much I can do, but like when I get up on stage and then even after stage, like I just like being able to meet people in a live setting right gotcha it makes you feel more like yourself then exactly that, that's interesting because you said you're you're more comfortable on a on a stage in in terms of like performing and like acting in a different role but then it sounds like you're kind of like more able to act like the person that you are it's kind of, it's kind of trippy in my head i don't know if i'm explaining this correctly but it's like it's like outside or in social media and stuff you kind of play this different role but then when you're on stage you're able to act like that person that you really want to be or that you truly deep down are yeah that's exactly what it is i mean <laughs> it's hard to explain it, it, it is like it, it's not like i'm pretending to be someone else it's just like more of me comes out on stage like you get to see yeah who i am because it, it's it's so raw like if you make a mistake you can't just be like okay uh it's not like recording right where you're like uh let, like let, let's let's rewind that back um and, and, exactly. and take that again it's like if you fuck up man you fucked up like now you gotta make gotta, it up right on the spot exactly and there's so many times where i've just been like on stage messed up i've messed up like an entire verse one time uh, no it's like i wasn't too experienced so i was just like i got blank face and was just like uh shit 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 shit, shit like in the microphone <laughs> <laughs> it was it was super embarrassing, but like it's surprising also how many people don't catch it. Uh, they just think it's like part of the track or something. Yeah, or like sometimes well, it depends I, on how you play it off, right? Yeah, sometimes I'll do the same verse again. Like I'll do I'll, no, I'll, I'll fuck that's up. That's hilarious. I'll, I'll do verse three on verse two, and then verse three on verse three, and people don't realize. <laughs> but do you ever uh, tell anyone about it? Like shortly after or thereafter, or are you kind of just the only one who knows, or anybody who actually is like keyed into your music as well? Well, my girlfriend picks up on on everything because she knows like all my songs and stuff. Yeah, does she call uh, you out for it? Yeah, she's like she's the harshest <laughs> critic, which is great because then she's nice. like, well, "You fucked up on this," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Um, That's awesome. Man. So I can't, and there's nothing like I can really hide from her. Um, but no one else really notices. I usually point it out because people are like, "Oh man, you were so great." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks, man." Like, and it's part of the thing where it's just like I can't take the compliment. So I'm like, "Well, I, I mean, I fucked yeah. up like a lot," and they're like, "Oh, because you knew you could have done better." 
better. Exactly. That's so funny. But then, uh, contrary to the shows that you do fuck up a verse, I'm sure you've had shows where you've absolutely just nailed it. Yeah, that's the that, that's the best feeling. Like where almost nothing goes wrong. I'm in the zone. Like I like how you say almost nothing goes wrong. Yeah, usually there's, there's <laughs> at least one thing that goes wrong, and that like, but just it's always great, man. Because then you can just like always improve, right? You're like, oh man, like I, I messed that up. Like that's the truth, man. And I guess that goes into saying you can never really have a perfect show because you can always improve and always do something better. For sure. Like just in terms of like my show, it's like I I always want to do something better. So um, you know, there's nothing perfect about every show. Yeah, that I, that's super cool, man. And I think on. Honestly, even just the level of your, or sorry, the amount of your performing, uh, it's a quality of just kind of like a professional in the industry. Uh, another another quality that I, I'm seeing that kind of indicates that is you, you put out quite a bit of uh, video media or music videos in general. I think that's really cool. And it's not something that a lot of people do as well. So what, uh, what inspired you to get into that route? Uh, I mean, visuals are important. Um, I agree. I, I know like some people don't do it as much and like, um, but I just feel like, I mean, for me, they're uh, extra important because I feel like they just like uh, encapsulates another portion of a song that you might not get for like, it, it might take, for sure. song might take on another meaning. I see what you're saying. Or enhance the meaning of a song. Um, or you can even, you can even uh, go against the game grain completely of what your original meaning was and just throw some artistic shit out there which seems like you've done in some of them but you do draw uh we'll, we'll get to them individually they're super interesting but you know what i mean yeah yeah I, I definitely know what you mean yeah they can kind of be like anything that you want but the reason i'm bringing this up is because this goes all the way back to uh i don't know if this is your first release but it's the first release i could find and you did do a music video to it but contradiction uh yeah in brackets issues from 2016 yes is that your first release um that was kind of it's like i guess my first official release um i've been putting out stuff in like 2014 and like 2015 um was it under the name cross out it was yeah if you scour the internet you can find it um it's not very good it's just like there's like (laughs) some remixes of stuff and like i'm trying to like i i'd always been rapping but like not recording and rapping and recording are two different things oh for sure for sure um so to be able to like um capture what you're trying to put on 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 record is is uh is different so those are my attempts at trying to find myself a little bit more contradiction was like yeah like the first i guess release from me um the first like the first officially kind of like putting yourself out there and saying hey this is the content that i'm going to be creating yeah exactly nice nice uh and then shortly after that you released a four track is it a four track ep because on on spotify i found four tracks but then on your youtube i found another track to add to it t for one but that would make it five i don't know if that's its entirety it's uh it's actually six uh it's, it's six. six yeah but the reason where's the sixth one <laughs> uh okay so contradiction's not up on spotify and t for one is not up on spotify oh uh, contradiction is part of it okay i yes. didn't i didn't draw that okay yeah uh it the the whole life of the party ep is is six songs um but i didn't do it that way just because um i thought i might get in trouble just by like posting um the guy that i was working with um he was also my video editor so the guy that used interesting does all my videos also did a lot of the songs for life of the party his in terms of like production yeah okay. like his production style is um he takes samples um most 
people take samples, but he was taking samples of like um, alternative music or like like rock music. And, oh, I see uh, what you're saying. So I don't know if you can notice it, but there's the um, I got a dizzy feeling in my head, like that part in contradiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is is like a Beatles part. Um, Interesting. And then the T for one thing. It, the T for one is a direct like um, Led Zeppelin uh, sample. Like there's a lot okay. of samples in those two songs there's like led zeppelin there's red hot chili peppers there's Duel, there's the beatles there's like all, all these kind of things that are like mashed in so i don't think you could really get away with like making money off it so that's why it's not up there that's fair is it so but you're saying it kind of i guess these are the two tracks where they're probably the least cut and chopped and they're most kind of the pure uh original form of the of the samples yeah they're like they're sometimes you can notice it uh i didn't notice it at first but then there was other people that would message me be like yo that's like a direct like beatles sample no way so you didn't even know initially no i i because i'm not a huge beatles fan i I, that's totally fair yeah so i i couldn't i couldn't tell you like the beatles sample but uh now that i know the song like yeah that that's what that is so just to avoid like getting in trouble like for future or like anything just uh never mind the bullshit i just didn't put it up yeah no that's totally fair but i i I don't know oh no i guess i did find contradiction the only reason i knew t for one was for sure on the ep was because uh it had the album cover whereas uh contradiction i think it was just the music video Uh, i don't know i was yeah it has different artwork we it, it, because it was the first single we went with like artwork and then um oh that makes sense yeah and then and then you landed on the life of the party artwork you probably didn't even have the name at that point or did you i think i did yeah you you did so how did how did this ep kind of come about it was probably a lot of tracks that were in the making for a while and then this is your first kind of official release right yeah well it was like <clears throat> um it just kind of started um the so the ep starts off with with um with skin crawler which then is like um that was like the first track that we did i had met my buddy um daniel um just working this job in toronto i was like early 2015 and he was like yeah like you know i got some stuff um that like could really sound good with some hip-hop vocals man so like you know let's let's link up and maybe do some stuff like all right cool so he had this song already made uh and i kind of just took it um and then started um i wrote a rap to it and then like we recorded it and then that's how i met um my buddy eric who does all the video stuff and then he's like yo like i i do some stuff too would you be interested in like working together so then and then the two of us or well the the three of us i guess uh we just started making stuff and then it just kind of started spiraling into this whole um what is life of the party and then i took like those songs and brought them to another guy that i know who works out of um distortion music in toronto and uh, and so we crafted this whole thing uh reworked a couple of songs so life of the party the actual song sounds entirely different from the way it did before and uh and yeah so i guess that's just like the whole concept of like just like how we constructed it um yeah interesting so it kind of just naturally took life uh it came together from a whole bunch of different angles then. Yeah, absolutely. It was like, because it was like my first release, like I didn't know 
know really too much what I was doing and like you know like I had like the influences that I had already um but it was largely like me trying to find myself and the writing style that I was I was doing I think is like entirely different from my writing style now yeah and and then there was also like everything that I do it kind of like uh just reflects like where I'm at in life so like that then is like me just like going through certain things of like reminiscing because like I'm I'm trying to become someone but I'm like thinking about like all the cool shit that we did like growing up or like and then like you know seeing some other stuff like how like that party lifestyle can like take a darker toll so I tried to like fit that into it as well so like I would like to say that Life of the Party is like a concept EP as well. Interesting and it, it, as a whole it kind of represents a did it represent a phase change during like that particular moment like 2016 2017 or was it just kind of like something that happened way earlier on and then now you've released music about it no because you said you're you're reminiscing but yeah well okay so it was it was like largely like um i guess like uh taking like um like a like a spin and like uh, an influence off of like my high school stories and like high school parties and, and stuff like that and yeah it, it did like it was definitely like me writing to release some of the stuff that i wanted to say that i was like thinking about um and i think that's what i do with with my anything that i release it's like this just needs to come out this needs to happen so i can move on for sure man yeah. and, and i noticed that because you definitely have a lot of conscious lyrics in between the the heavy party vibes as well <laughs> yeah um it's it's definitely like it yeah i can i i like to get introspective um but then on the other end i also just like to write some party and bullshit type stuff <laughs> i thought it was really cool because it the life of party the ep as a whole uh now especially since i'm adding in uh contradiction uh and i knew t for one was part of it but it, it just it, for me the theme was kind of like was i hate love for the lifestyle that uh you and everyone else seems to be caught up in and you're just taking that internal perspective where you're talking to the scene as well as to yourself is it like i don't know if it as it related to you in the moment but as it related to you in the past you were saying it was relevant to like your high school lifestyle but was it like, was this kind of the lifestyle you were involved in during that time as well or maybe even still to this day obviously not uh like barring covid and stuff but just be, because you were performing a lot of shows i was i'm kind of like wondering this yeah i mean for me I, I think like one of the one of the most important lyrics out of that whole ep that i wrote was uh was on uh i don't care which features melodica um but it was um it was the party doesn't last forever go home man which is like this thing where it's like we try to capture the good um like just like want to be in the party all the time but it doesn't last forever um and you need to learn just like when to go home when to stop when to like like when it's when it's over right like um and i i still have a hard time with that like i like to just have fun and sometimes like like when when, when people are like all right man like i'm gonna go home i'm like no no, no like don't go home like we, we we're gonna have fun uh, <laughs> yeah stick around man it's not over yet it's not over yeah yet. exactly and and i think like that's what that that whole line like encompasses like the whole thing it's like this person that wants to have the party all the time but it doesn't last forever you know like just go home man yeah for sure uh, listen though we're gonna take that quick break i told you about we're at the 24 minute mark so i'm okay. just gonna hit the pause here and we're gonna listen to crossed out's track life of the party Drinking Jack tea, no one called a taxi. That's why we're driving drunk. Back and mix with 
alive, alive, all up in the trunk. Tequila bottles, whiskey bottles, we ain't got enough. What we doing is risky, but we wanna have fun. Cranking 90s hip hop, take weed in a Ziploc. Henny's almost got too, cause we've been taking sips off. Swerving down the dirt road, but we almost hit a curve, yo. Laugh it off, the traffic's gone, half of us are plastic dog. We ain't even at the party yet, but when we get there, the plan is for me to bust a rap and have an audience. Have the crowd go wild and then pass the bottle. We party like it's nothing, cause we've done this before. Breaking all the rules with the bottles on the floor. If you wanna see a party, then we watch the star. Time to party, what? so thank God it's Friday. Tomorrow's gonna be rough. My liver's gonna get beat up. Let's all crank the beat up. Let's all crank the beat up. This girl's not liking how I talk, holding me up against my words like it's my fault. Girl, I'm drunk, so I say what I want. I told ya, heinous 'cause I go hard. Containing ice, broke soda. I'm so hot, yeah you know I'm releasing in a devil now. Raise a cup, make like Billy Idol. Raise a rebel, yell don't let it echo out. If you ain't with us, then you better check us out. We just trash this house, we just trash this couch. We got matches out, we gon' burn this grass into ashes now. People already passing out, it ain't even after hours now. These are the days of our lives, wasted on now. Now we drinking a lot. We party like it's nothing 'cause we've done this before. Breaking all the rules with the bottles on the floor. If you wanna see a party, then we watch the star. Trying to choke me, acting like a dope fiend. White smacked up coke, G. Why you trying to provoke me? Stop swinging the child, then I stalk him back and knock him out. I'm feeling proud. In the corner, I see Cheryl passed out. County's barely breathing. Jason's in the Camry cheating. Jason's on the floor for some reason grieving. Everything you see in him seems to be overeating. Everybody's having issues. I wanna be ignored and move to the back. Two shots with Lauren. It's like my head got knocked by a forklift. I'm stumbling off. Someone's about to pop the trunk, vomiting alcohol on the rug. I can't explain it. I think I'm wasted. I think I'm wasted. We party like it's nothing 'cause we've done this before. Breaking all the rules with the bottles on the floor. If you wanna see a party, then we watch the star. I'm the life of the party. The party is the party. We party like it's nothing 'cause we've done this before. Breaking all the rules with the bottles on the floor. If
All right, everyone, I'm back with Crossed Out. How you feeling, Crossed Out? Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, my man. All right. So before we left off, we were talking about your six-track EP, Life of the Party. We were referring to how uh, some of the themes in the in the EP were about... Uh, would it be kind of like when the party's on, party hard, but when the party's done, just go home? Because just to, just to reiterate what we said before we left off. I mean, I guess it's like learning when to go home. Um, it's also like... You know, you party so much, then like, um, it's like sometimes like you just party for the sake of partying. Like, you know, in Campbellford of three thousand people, there's not a whole lot to do. So I wouldn't what, doubt it, man. That's what you do. Um, and and that's <laughs> that's sort of just what it was, you know. That's why. And also, so in that regard, you, I guess, particularly in the song T for One, you point out some elements of the party that you don't necessarily agree with, and that's kind of where I draw the the hate love for it. Would you say yeah. that's true? Yeah, well, T for One was like an interesting track because it's like um, it's like me pointing the finger at like um, two like make believe people um, specifically. No, no, just like make believe, like make believe people. Like I'm just kind of like making them up. Oh, like, okay, like, completely made I up. I mean, yeah. yeah, like they're not like real. I don't think in in, in like but any they're, degree. they're embodiments of like elements of uh, like different things that you do see, but all amalgamated kind of. Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of like there's like the woman, like this woman there. It's like you know, fake lips. Yeah, fake lips, and like you know, <laughs> no one told you you're beautiful. Like um, at the bar on a Tuesday, like that sort of thing. Like yeah, uh, yeah. And then and then the guy there that's like um you know everyone knows those type of people right the the guy like the guy that's like says he loves his girlfriend but then he's at the club like eating like that sort of stuff like for sure, for sure. and then like the girl that's just looking for like acceptance and it's like sorry girl i can't be a bruce wayne like that sort yeah. of thing and then the, the embodiments of like common personalities then exactly these hypothetical people yeah and then and then i kind of turn the thing on myself where it's like um you know like kind of make like a biblical reference where it's like like i'm looking at the speck in your eye but i've got like a plank in mine like you know enough to build a shelf like who am yeah. i to talk about right ah uh, fair yeah i see what it is and that's that's why i love it because it, it you do draw the parallel between or yourself what you're talking about between yourself as well as kind of the general like public which i yeah. think is really cool i'm not above anybody like that's the thing for sure we're, we're, we're all kind of just cogs in the machine right which playing different roles yeah exactly um then after after Life of the Party in 2017, you released what? Uh, so before I before I talk with this song, I know that every artist themselves. I don't, I don't know if this is true about you, for you though. Do you have like a, of your tracks like a top three or like your favorite ones? Um, I always say that my favorite ones are the ones that I've just put out. Your most recent ones? Yeah. Yeah, because I think like I mean I like to make music that I want to listen to also. For like, sure, for sure. Um and. And, you know, if I don't like the song, then it won't come out. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to make it. Um, and so I think like, I mean, Drive is such a cool song for me um, because it yeah, your most recent. Yeah, like the most recent single, it encapsulates sort of like the sound that I wanted to go for for the whole thing. It's like a forward sounding thing. Like, it's not like yeah. completely left field from like what I've done, but it's also like this is like where I wanted to get. Like, this is the sound. And, um, for sure and then like that one and then like this there's some songs on uh on my album that's coming out that are just like me personally i think they're amazing right like so i don't really have a top three 
actually. That's um, totally fair. And I feel you on that. And that goes with what we were saying about performing before is that you just constantly, you because since you're constantly getting better and constantly striving to do better than before, it would make sense that your most recent is your most prided on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I enjoy doing like some of my older songs just because like people know it and like they're fun to do. Like I always enjoyed doing Off the Wall. Um, and I, I, I really like, I really like doing um, uh, Too Much On My Mind live just because I think it's like, it's like such a like a fast paced kind of like it's almost like a zany type of song where it's just like yeah yeah and it's like really it's like an easy flow to, to pick up on so i like doing that one right for sure i think it's super interesting because when i asked you your favorite three tracks i was thinking of it more of like for you to listen to i wasn't really thinking of in terms of for you to perform which is which is really cool to to think about the the difference between that yeah i mean it depends on like the problem for me is like when i'm when i'm listening to something like uh i like to it's like I'll, I'll have a vibe that i'm trying to to listen for so you know i'll i might just like go back like a couple of days ago i just wanted to listen to uh end of my rope just because um but i don't like doing that song a lot um and i think like there's songs like the songs that i have on my album i love them so much um but i would not do them live fair interesting the album that you say that is coming out soon or, or this later this year uh yeah in uh this this month actually October this month no way do you have a set date yeah uh October twenty sixth October twenty sixth that's so soon do you uh I'm assuming some of the tracks that you've released so far uh, or recently are are singles off of it probably Drive is one of those yeah correct uh yeah is Funer- funerals Drive and Edges yeah. Edges nice okay so your last three that's dope man any more singles re- to be released before the twenty sixth or is it just gonna be that date and we're gonna see the whole album. You're just going to see the whole album. I mean, I kind of gave you what I had to to give you. Um, you know, I got a few things um, in terms of like, we're probably going to film like a, a music video, but it'll probably come oh, out course. after. Um the uh the whole uh the whole thing drops and how many uh, tracks are on the album there's eight eight okay yeah that's dope man going back to uh what we we're talking about before sorry we left off at life of the party we we're in yeah. we we're in kind of roughly 2017 uh, i brought up uh asking you what your favorite tracks of, of yours were uh reason i brought that up was because this next track of yours was my favorite of your kind of whole discography there what i was able to get a hold of uh window seats getaway <laughs> yeah what's, really? what's what I, I really enjoyed it i don't i don't just because i didn't have the time to listen to everything repeatedly i kind of obviously like went over just everything as a whole uh but this would be the track that i kind of would go back to and replay first uh what was your uh meant i I don't know what the exact difference was i can't tell you what what made me feel different but what from your perspective in creating this track what was uh different uh, or the departure because i think this was the first one you released after releasing life of the party yeah it was i released life of the party in like march uh 2017 and then uh i had already had this song for a little bit um so okay so myra clarity and i um i wanted to work with him um i went to school with him i met him here in montreal actually like my first time here yeah and so and he's great at just like production and just he's like such a well-rounded artist he's a great producer uh, a really good writer so yeah it was it was cool to just like work with him on this track um and so he was like all right man like so what's what's the vibe what are we going for i'm like all right so um and we both familiar with the uh the bullshit of working in kitchens and like you work so <laughs> much just to like put out music like people don't understand like the lifestyle that we have sometimes like um just like working like sometimes like i'll work like 60 hours a week uh for like 21 days straight just like just to like try and like get some money to 
to put together for studio time, get this for album sure. out, get like this happening, you know, like this and that. Yeah, so it's a so grind. Much, it's a grind. Yeah. So it's, it was really like the get, like getaway is like, and then like, want to get away. It's like, it's, it's escapism. Um, and that's, maybe that's why I vibe with it so much because it's so relatable in that regard. I think so. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially now, man, we can't go anywhere. So. <laughs> for sure. You might as well just stay home and grind, right? Yeah. You know, so, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. When, I, and I don't know if there's a parallel to draw here, maybe just because this, this track was released three years ago, but just because it's titled Window Seat, I'm just going to force the parallel here that your most recent track is titled Drive. That's funny. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Um, well, I wonder. We'll have to maybe we'll have to dig into the lyrics later and then figure it out for ourselves. Yeah. But who, who knows? Who knows? I, I honestly, whenever writing something, I do find weird parallels between things that were unrelated or at the time seemed unrelated. I think it's just because like the the person, like it just you're creating something as like as yourself, like your your person, oh, is that so, your like, core identity. I'm. I just have a thing for window seats in general, so I didn't even think about that. Um, you know, like I like looking out the window when we're driving. I like looking out the window while being on a plane. Um, you love scenics or scenery. Yeah, you know, like sometimes like there's nothing better than just to be in like the backseat of the car um, at night, just like looking and like, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy those. So um, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you on that, man. And so in 2018, you released uh, you released two tracks. Correct me if I'm ever wrong, by the way. You released two tracks with two music videos to go along with them, uh, The Death of Me and Off the Wall. Yes. Um, given that these were music videos, I know music videos take a ton of work, but you only released two tracks this year. Is that because you were working on something else pretty heavily? Uh, I mean, I wanted to be working on some stuff, and I guess that's kind of like when uh, I had the whole concept for like what is now this album coming out. Um, okay. But I, it was I also, around then. Yeah, it was like I was just like writing a lot of stuff. I was working on a lot of stuff, and uh, like I was just I had like a lot of rough beats made from from uh, from my friend that does like mastering and stuff. So he, yeah. he had sent me a bunch of stuff that I was writing on. I didn't use any of them, but it definitely helped get the juices flowing. Um, and I also feel like in 2018, man, I don't know, I don't know what I was on. Uh, I was on some some bullshit. Like I was just, I feel like I wasn't good. Um, in, like in, in terms of your music or just in general. Well, I did have like that sense of like whatever i release it needs to be like better and i don't know if i can make it better like oh at that like at that point in time or like in general as well yeah i thought like for some reason i was like man like did i just like shoot my load and then that's it (laughs) like that's it like have i peaked already yeah like and then like i genuinely thought that i'm like man like fuck like did i just do i have nothing left like am i just like one of those artists that like like or like people that like thinks he's an artist but is not and like there was a lot of self-doubt there's a lot of like bullshit that i was doing um i had like a pretty cushy job at the time and like i mismanaged my money and like mismanaged my time and like um so yeah 2018 was like it was a good year i guess in terms of like touring and stuff but like i really regret the fact i only put out two fucking songs that year um and like did not manage my time well at all that year so that's totally fair and i didn't do you justice because you you do do live shows fairly often and that's that takes a lot of time and effort as well 
Yeah, I suppose, like, um, and I, I just am, like, I don't manage my time well. So, like, uh, you know, I was trying to, like, book multiple things. Like, I was booking, like, my own tours and, like, shows. And, like, so, like, when I do that, then it takes away from creating music. And I, I have a hard time focusing on, on things like that. So, um, and so a few uh, different elements just kind of killing your creativity in 2018. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff just going on that I feel like I just was not prepared for. And like, it probably maybe like put me behind, I guess maybe a little bit, but fair, totally fair. Uh, life hits, life hits hard. Yeah. Uh, in, in regards to your music creation around that time, as well as, as 2018, 2019 in general, you, you've kind of focused on doing a few features there as well. You've got Jordell Downs, uh, Static and Spark Houston. Uh, as well, I'm, I'm noticing you, you've got a lot of other co- collaborative works in terms that you have other people doing live instrumentation for you. I think that's really cool. So my main question is how do you get involved with all these individuals that you've uh, worked with? Uh, I just kind of meet them through like the chain of however you meet people. <laughs> um, okay, just like just being in the environments again and just being friendly? Yeah, just like, you know, you go to a show and like that's how I met uh, my boy Taboo that uh, does, does, does drums. Um, does Jones, yeah. yeah, you saw him on uh, on Off the Wall. Uh, Jordell, uh, I hit him up actually for like just creating a beat. Um, and then uh, he's such a dope guy that I was like, yo, like I get a feature from you. And he said, yeah. So then um, he's done a bulk of my uh, my production and other oh, stuff. Nice. Um, a couple of songs on this upcoming album as well. Um, yeah, you just kind of meet people, man, and you just vibe with them, and you're like, yeah, like let's let's keep working together, you know? That's dope, man. And so for these tracks specifically that you did put out working with these other artists, did those kind of come together pretty quick, or were they kind of built over an uh, extended period of time? Um, I take my time on stuff. Um, so Off the Wall actually was like, it took quite a while. Um, we pieced together a bunch of stuff, and um, yeah, it, 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 took a, it took a while, actually. All of my music seems to take a long time to, to make. That's um, fair, man. A lot of effort goes into it. I suppose, yeah. I I'm not very good at like like quick turnarounds, you know. Yeah, well, no doubt, and there must there must be a reason for that. Who knows if you'll ever come to that stage, right? But it's particularly in off the wall, though. I got to ask because you do have. Uh, sorry, was it Dordell you said that did the the drums there? Uh, oh no, no, taboo, taboo, yeah, taboo, and then so okay, so taboo did drums. Then my boy Andrew did guitar. They're both in the video. And then um, Jordell actually did do some work on that song too. He did like the okay. piano stuff and like the little synth stuff that you hear. Like, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So in a sense, was this track kind of done almost as a band? It was almost kind of like a band. And yeah, it's funny because like people see that and like um, I promoted that song pretty heavy and um, once like uh, people started thinking that like we were a band. Um, <laughs> just just through the promotion of that track? Yeah. Uh, so it, w- it was really funny. Um, just like, you know, I had a lot of like critics being like, oh man, like you're not, like you should market yourself as like a, an alternative rock artist, not a, not a hip hop artist. Like, but I'm a hip hop artist that does yeah. like, like, but I write raps. Yeah. You, you don't get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that song was fun to do, but now like people seem to think that sometimes we're in a band. But how did that song even come together then in, in that regard? Like, did you guys, uh, did you kind of just bring different elements into something that you were working on or was it, was it kind of like a group uh, decision? Okay. So was it? it was, it was, I mean, it was all my doing. Um, so I had, uh, I hit up Taboo 
and he just laid down some drums. Uh, I okay. was like, I was like, yo, can I get like, like, give me like a verse and like a chorus and a bridge. And then so, and then, then, then like I sent him kind of like some reference songs because that's usually what I do is like I send some reference songs. And uh, so he he took that inspiration, laid it down, and then I was like, cool, man, um, sounds good. And then I arranged it, and then I kind of messed around with it, like on my end, added some like bass vibes that I wanted to capture, and then I had sent it over to Andrew who did the guitar work and i was like man this is fucking dope like and then after that i sent it to uh jordell who just like just tweaked it like a little bit like he just like added that like the piano thing and like he just like brought it out even more um, yeah but i kind of orchestrated like where things need to go and like this and that and so it was kind of like the first time me really doing that like on my own like i outside you of the orchestrated studio. it yeah um so yeah so it took That's a long really time cool man yeah i dig that i like that and then uh we'll bring it into 20 2020 since we're we're uh, cutting it on time here but you released three tracks this year you've got a ton of uh free verses and remixes not a ton sorry you've got quite a few free verses and remixes on youtube that you've done uh fairly recently as well um in that regard you've just kind of focused on putting out more content this year obviously culminating to your october 26th album release what's the album titled by the way so it's called uh phone calls with ghosts phone calls with ghosts yeah um can we talk about the theme of it a little bit since i'm i'm gonna assume most of your work that you've put out this year kind of relates to it and that it's gonna be um kind of revolving or revolving around your identity right now or as of this year absolutely yeah uh i feel like um 2019 uh was 2019 was like when we were working on it like and then um i thought we were done and then we i was like nah i want to add an intro track so that took even longer but it was definitely like so phone calls with ghosts the concept is kind of it's like this whole thing because i feel like so um life of the party was very much like me reflecting on like the lifestyle of like my hometown and like I still thought I was that person, but, um, you know, a bunch of stuff happens to you when you are like out there living. Um, for sure. And, uh, so not some, you know, there's some cool stuff that they're like, not some cool stuff that, that happens. Like some of your friends die or like, you know, parents of friends that you knew in high school died or like people in high school sure. that you knew die. Like, like for some reason, like people just die. Um, just and like unexpected that was, shit. that was like funerals where it was like, man, like I go to more funerals than weddings um and so it was like this crazy like gray approach to things and it's like um so the whole concept i think it was like phone calls with ghosts it's like for me it's like ghosts like people were like go around chasing ghosts but it's like um these ghosts aren't like your typical spooks they're the ones It's not poltergeists. No, they're not. It's the the ghosts in this sense are your thoughts that um, that you always ruminate on. The ones like the, the people that you left behind, the ones you don't talk to. For sure. Um, like the you know my friends that died, um, or like you know these kind of things. Like uh, the person that you that you thought you were, but you're not. And people have a hard time accepting that the person you are now, right? Like um, you know, not that kid that you used to know. That's um, funerals. Funerals. Yeah. Exactly. 
exactly. Um, and it's, it's very much that. So to get over things, you have to have conversations with ghosts. You have to have conversations with your past. And, um, you know, that's the only way you can move forward, I think. So that's entirely me trying to move forward and um, letting the people know who knew me back then. This is who I am now. Letting the people who know me now know who I truly am. And then, like, the people that don't know me yet will know that that's where I was. And those are all my ghosts. Uh, so it, it's almost like an autobiography in that regard. For sure, yeah. It's like, I mean, I think it's the best thing I've done in, like, 27 years of life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's dope, man. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the best thing you, you've done, but it's also, like, a compilation of all the things you've done. Exactly. Or, and or like, like, a brief history. My intro track is, like, it's just, like, simply the intro track. It's, like, I just spill where I've been at and, like, you know, how I'm feeling about, like, Toronto, uh, the life of an artist, um, how the fucking government, like, makes uh, cutbacks and, like, they fire my dad and, like, you know, these kind of things that, like, just happen in life and it, like, kind of, like, briefs you for, like, the whole album and then, like, it just kind of pro- progresses that way, you know? Interesting. So it's, it's almost like a perspective on your history that's uh, briefed you for the reality, I guess, of what you've come... Maybe it's not necessarily the reality of today, but it's the reality that's always been present, but it's just kind of more clear now. For sure, yeah. It's like... It's an acceptance of who I was, but that's not who I am anymore. Um, this is who I am. Um, you know? Uh, yeah, that's really cool, man. I, I guess it exemplifies in funerals, because like we were saying before, you explicitly say it's not it's uh, the old you who you don't necessarily resonate with anymore. Uh, well, maybe not you don't resonate with anymore, but you're just more kind of aware of. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I don't resonate with him too much anymore. It's like, you know, that was me, and like, I accept that part of me, but like, you know, I did, uh, you know, as as a human does like you do some pretty shitty things that's like yeah yo i'm sorry i'm trying to move past that like like i'm really not that person anymore like uh, i'm trying to be a better person like um so to be able to like go forward in the future you kind of have to like accept your past and i love that um have, have you heard the quote uh you pretty much said the, uh, the quote there i don't know who this quote is from but are you quoting something there uh to, to get to the future you have to go through the past i fucking forget who said that uh, have you heard that before I've, I've heard like variations of it yeah 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 okay maybe it's maybe i'm just mangling the original quote too but i don't know it definitely is like it's out there it's it, I've, I've definitely come across that sort of stuff before um yeah but in reality it's just kind of sort of like a heavy truth you can't really progress and maybe that's kind of uh symbolizing your 2018 the, the uh, thing there your stint there where you lost all your creativity is because you weren't really venturing through the past yeah I, I wasn't and like i was i was trying to figure out who i am and like uh i guess like yeah it's like 2018 without 2018 like this album probably wouldn't have happened so as much as I, I i don't like it you know it had to happen for a reason yeah for sure man i agree with that wholeheartedly and then uh along with the theme and funerals of uh not resonating with your older self anymore you all, it kind of uh extrapolates into not resonating with the people who only knew your older self as well and kind of that's why it's plural funerals is because you might be letting go of those people as well is that true yeah exactly and like you know the whole like it's less weddings more of these funerals like i go That's wild i go to a lot of funerals um so it, it has I'm a going, literal meaning yeah since i'm going to all these funerals fuck it let's have one for me you know like um that's sort of the feeling around that yeah interesting that's crazy and then so w- was there a reason that you released these three particular tracks off the album well funerals was the first track that we ever did 
um, for this thing. So, and I thought it symbolized perfectly like how this should project should be perceived. Um, and then I wanted to release like something else before I release Drive, and I thought like Edges would be a perfect one because it's like a very different track in terms of like how I wrote things. Um, and a very very personal song that. For sure. Um, and I thought it would be great as like um another kind of way to to uh to just show you out. what the album's gonna be about exactly and then drive was like ultimately it's like my favorite song and like the whole like this is like sonically what it is so, yeah um of course like and it's super like it's like quick like it's under three minutes and it's just like it's like kind of like anthem type song so i wanted to like yeah gas people up for it i guess for sure man and i i like that you say that this is this, this is sonically where it is because even with the visuals you've you stepped it up a notch and visually this is where it is because you i really enjoyed watching the music video for that one let's put it that way thanks man yeah i we enjoyed making cool. it. it it didn't turn out like exactly the way i was hoping for just because like the snow so the snow kind of dates it people like you know <laughs> I, I put yeah. it out in, in July yeah. and there's like yeah. snow flying and people are like, what the fuck? It's like, well, I'm Canadian, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this this could be any time of the year as far as other people know. Exactly. <laughs> That's dope, man. But uh, we we are going into overtime here, so we will we do a bit of we will do a bit of a sign off. Is there anything that you want to kind of to anyone who's listening out there just sign off on, let know, or anything um, you want to fill this space? I don't want to say anything like cheesy or anything, so I just like no, don't, don't go <laughs> anything you want to say, even if it's just like peace. What, yeah, anything, I, I don't know, man. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, this has been oh, of course. Been great. Thank it's, you for it's, thank you for joining me. It's it's been fun to just like chat about like the whole musical process and uh yeah man i'm glad we could actually sit down and do this so hell yeah dude and i'm looking forward to your release later this month thanks man yeah uh i am too beauty well thank you so much for joining me again crossed out uh it's been a pleasure having you and i'll I'll chat with you later yeah man absolutely all right peace take care brother And that was Crossed Out. I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you want to learn some more about him, you can head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash crossed out. That's K-R-O-S-S-T-O-U-T. And this is his track, Drive. I've seen this before It's before you step outside Lock your door Sunsets are paradise To people like me Like me Yep And with nothing without a little compromise Look in my eyes when I'm speaking I'll be going off the deep end No doubt I'm leaving So pack the car and let's go
Now I'ma hit you right on out of here Dunk down the road, I'm in into the atmosphere I'm just glad you're here Hold my hand while we blast off We're two astronauts and the world doesn't want us But we don't want it either Give me two more better reasons Reasons are what we never needed